some very lucky people were able to attend the cast member preview of the return of mm. Happily Ever After, and the majority of us obviously weren't able to go. Right. But I brought a little sound because there was a special guest, and that guest was the lead male vocalist, Jordan Fisher. So here's a little bit of what that sounded like when he was introducing the return of Happily Ever After. Ready to begin. <laughs> Sing for me, let the wonder oh, yes. take hold. Keep going. Feel it you in. Watch the what? Watch the moment unfold. Like a dream that we're meant to follow. Setting out for a new tomorrow. You're, you're all beautiful. We're going to literally be listening to it in just a second. So here's <laughs> Guys, hi. Hey, welcome home. Truly, I love you too. Um, this is this is a really special moment. This is a really beautiful, beautiful thing. It's been 471 days since we have seen this beautiful show. The thing that really uh, reigns so true to me and is so heavy to me is that these are memories that have been able to be made every night for this, this great pause that we'll so unaffectionately call it has kind of put a, a halt on things for a moment, yet here we are, and we are still together. That means resilience. Marika, welcome back to that Park Live podcast. I'm your host, Beth, hanging out with my bro here. It's your bro, Greg. What's up? I have a, I have a question for you. Okay. Do you think Terry did okay last night with the fireworks? <laughs> Do you know about Terry? Yes. Okay. Yes, I have. I did heard ask about Doug. Terry. I was like, I kind of want to know where Terry is today. I really hope we can get an update on him soon. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I know it was a Tosh. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, it's a Tosh Point video. <laughs> Just look up Terry fireworks. You'll know what we're talking about. It's everyone always has memes about Terry. If you're like, who is this Terry person? Just look it up. It's yes. hilarious. But anyways, I'm I hoping he had a good that. fourth. I'm hoping his battery was charged and that he did okay. Yes. Oh my so, gosh. Um, you didn't have any. Well, you did watch fireworks last night, right? We're gonna talk about. Yeah, that? we did okay. all kinds of things over the past couple of days. I'll go in order for a bit because we it started out with the return of some fireworks to the parks. Yeah. And if you're anything like me, if you couldn't have been there, I happened to be there. But if I wasn't there, I probably would have been watching someone streaming it. So you probably saw some things here and there. Yeah. And uh, we uh, went to Epcot for the first night of epcot forever which mm-hmm. i'm calling diet epcot forever because it's most of the same show just minus the kites mm-hmm. which it's still it's still fun fireworks right. and then um on july 2nd which was the second night of happily ever after we went to magic kingdom and we were able to uh you know watch the fireworks there. by the way it was busy but think you know one of the things about fireworks times is that people actually go line up to watch the fireworks, which mm-hmm. hasn't been a thing lately. Right. So even though it was a much busier day than we've gotten used to over the past 10 months, well, actually, at this point, a year, we were able to get on like three rides before okay, we cool. saw the fireworks, which was like kind of cool because yeah. the lines were short because people people were camping Everybody out. Everybody was, was going to ask, I wonder what time people Minimum two hours out. before. So we got there. I forget what time, but people were lining up at 6 o'clock, 6.30 for 9.15 showings. Yeah. Which is awesome. I mean, we walked by Lewis at Disney Nuts on Instagram, yeah. who I'm sure some of you follow, and he was out there with his tripod getting ready to get those photos of Happily mm-hmm. Ever After that night. So people were lined up for a Did while. Did you ask him what time he got set up? I didn't. I mean, he was there when we got there. So I was like, okay. you know, you can just tell if you want to get a good spot, you got to get there yeah. early. So what but time did our, you guys go set up? 
we set up at 904 oh, for a 915 okay. because we go behind the castle not even behind the castle oh, yeah, we go to frontierland and watch kind of like in that bridge kind of thing that overlooks haunted mansion and the riverboat yeah. like that's been our spot for a long time okay so we wanted to make sure our first time of the return was back there as well Cool. Uh, and I have never gotten so many simultaneous mosquito bites <laughs> in my life. Oh, gosh. I guess they, it's been raining a lot here. So I think they've been like itching to oh, get yeah. out, mm-hmm. I guess, pun intended. And, well, and you're right by um, the, you're right by the river right by there. By the water. So. Yeah. The stagnant water and boof. It was, it was yeah. rough times and, mm-hmm. um, it was cool. Like we had it, we enjoyed it. It was nice. It was, we we're very happy for it to be back. I felt terrible that it came back the night before and it was like pouring down rain. Cause I was I saw a couple of people's live feeds that they were trying yeah. to do. And so that's when I texted you and was like, um, it's like pouring down rain. Yes. Like, are they still going to do it? Cause I know, you know, a lot of times they're like, sorry, it's raining tonight. We're not going to have it. Um, yeah. and I'm sure they were like, well, we have to do it. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, this was the first Typically, night we advertised. I mean, I've been in it when it's been heavy rains. I, I think, you know, obviously if it's dangerous in any way, they won't do it. But I know a lot of times with like heavy winds and thunder and lightning, especially it's a no go. Yeah. And they sent Tinkerbell still, it, right? Because I feel like that's a the, big thing. Tinkerbell did not fly. It was okay, too dangerous for her night. the, the okay. opening night. Okay. She did fly on Casimir preview night, but not okay. on night one, but she did fly on night two. Cool. And we were able to see her through the trees, which was nice. Yeah. But fast forward a little bit to 4th of July, Nicole and I spent it at Fort Wilderness in a cabin, which is our second year in a row so it's going to be our annual mm-hmm. fourth of july stay hopefully With we are able to Reba. continue that <laughs> oh my gosh guys hopefully you're following along on instagram because the golf cart parade there was out of control i know i posted a couple of photos yeah. but i'm saving some photos and videos i'm trying to put together like a tiktok or an instagram reel to post so when you see this episode it'll probably already be out but just people are nuts in a good way. Like they just, yeah. they take it very seriously. They have all kinds of blow up. I mean, like more than one family had a, had an inflatable uncle Sam riding a giant firecracker into the sky. Like that, like <laughs> this is all that it was. Yeah. Big bald Eagles holding heart shaped American flags, oh just gosh. like Stop. every combination of Disney and or uncle Sam and Eagle and flags is what was yeah. seen in every campsite at Fort wilderness and on the golf cart parade. They, um, they, it's a lot of golf carts. I, if I had to guess, I, I would say ask how many? 100. Oh I don't gosh, know. Seriously? I have some video of it. I got to like wow. see if I can okay. estimate it. But the, like they're basically, some of them are parade float level. If you saw some of those photos, I mean, they're elaborate. One of them had a Christmas tree on the top of it. I mean, like they're going all out. And, um, some of them are throwing candy out into the audience. Kids are going crazy, throwing out beads, oh which gosh. is, I've learned you didn't have to lift your shirt. So yeah, I stopped doing that. They just, but they were throwing them out free anyway. Beads. Yes, and um, we saw John and Peyton. I know. I was so excited when I saw that. I was like, oh, my gosh, they're in the parade. I'm curious how you even, like, go about getting in this parade. Like, do they just, like, when you check in, are they like, hey, if you're going to be part of the parade, here's where we're meeting. Here's where it's starting from. Bring your A game. (laughs) Yes. I do think you had to register um, and buy a certain time and stuff, but I've never wanted to own a golf cart and decorate it more than I did at that particular moment. (laughs) Did y'all take Reba to the parade? No, um, it was okay. kind of raining and we were thinking like, she's a hot mess when she's around other people. And I just, yeah. there's no way we'd have been able to enjoy it. Yeah. She would be clawing to like chase after these golf carts. So like, just stay in the room. And it was kind of like lightly raining. We're like, you know what? Let's just, let's yeah, just leave her there. The sun wound up coming out. Um, and it's wild. And it led me to a new game that I want to play very quickly with you. Okay. It's simple because it's just one question. I'm going to play a piece of audio about that. And it's going to be your job to tell me how you feel about this. So the game is... Uh, is this New York City 
traffic or the golf cart parade at Fort Wilderness. Okay. All right, what do you think? Was it like that the whole time? Oh, a lot of the time, yes. Oh, my gosh. I mean, literally, it sounds the same. There wasn't any profanities being screamed, so I'm going to go with it was the parade (laughs) of golf carts. So we were the first... um, part we were in the first part of the viewing area okay so they were doing that the whole like it's the like the long stretch of the the main drag there of the mm-hmm. resort so you know they were excited to come out of the gate so to speak so they yeah. were extra honky yeah. and then people that were watching <laughs> were, not extra, had also not not honky in the sense that they're white they're just oh, yes. honky as in <laughs> well, I mean, the actual hitting some, the honk. some of them <laughs> some of them pretty white so um the audience was mixed with people who were standing without a golf cart nicole mm-hmm. and me and then a lot of people, to be honest, were in their own golf carts lined up who also had horns. So the people in the parade oh, were okay. honking. The yeah. audience was honking. Just a lot of honking. All the honking. And just a lot, a lot. And <laughs> one of the, I wish I'd gotten sound of it, but one of the, the golf carts had what I think was a boat horn. I think it was a cruise ship because it was the loudest horn I've heard oh on a vehicle. Gosh. And I, as you know, golf carts are small. This was yeah. like, you could clear, you can clear out a crowd with this horn. <laughs> Bob. Yeah, they had like a like, speaker what? hooked up to something, and that's what they were playing, so that they had the, Maybe. Lar- the largest honk. Oh man! Um, one thing I'll tell you about Fourth of July at Fort Wilderness that I learned this year, because when we stayed there last year, it was like just recently reopened, and really nothing was going on. In addition to the golf cart parade, which is a lot of fun, mm-hmm. would recommend if you're staying there to, to pop out of your room or your camper or whatever and go look at it. But I have never watched Happily Ever After from Fort Wilderness before, and I didn't really know what to expect. Mm-hmm. I wound up meeting up with John and Peyton um, to go watch the fireworks, and they had gotten a spot at the end of the, the boat dock there. And it's awesome because you're overlooking huh. Bay Lake. So yeah. where we're standing, I'll orient you all a little bit. If you look directly out to the left is what used to be Discovery Island, and then behind that is Bay Lake Tower. And kind of directly in front of you, if it were a clock, let's say 11 or 10 o'clock, is where the fireworks get shut off. But because they're so far in the back of Magic Kingdom, it looks like they're just like beyond the trees. So the main fireworks are going off and there's nothing obstructing them and they're all reflecting off of Bay Lake. And it's actually quite beautiful. And it was kind of a nice thing. And there was a big DJ there who was, I think that might have been the source of the sound that was uh, syncing the music to the fireworks. But it was cool. Yeah. So um, if you are there and you're worried about not being able to see the fireworks, definitely get out to the boat dock area or the general beach area, mm-hmm. which is where, believe me, a lot of people were. Sounds but like it was a cool magical, spot. Magical America birthday day. It was. I, we had a we had a great time. Yeah. We drove around. So I'm sure we've mentioned the idea of looping before, or if you yeah. you've, you've gone looping, yeah, which is that's you know looping without the G at the end. Nothing to do with is it Professor Lupin from uh, Harry Potter? Nothing yes. to do with him. L U P I. So yes, uh, we literally drove around for probably a combined time of ninety minutes on July fourth of to all the different loops of everybody. campsites. Yeah, you have to do it. And again, yeah. I'll post some photos of stuff. Do they? Because... I can't remember. I know it's like a big deal for Fourth of July, but don't. I mean, I know that they a lot of campsites decorate for um, Halloween and Christmas. Do they have mm-hmm. the golf cart parades for Halloween and Christmas? I don't know. I'm pretty sure they do I, for Christmas because um, everyone does like lights and stuff on their golf yeah, carts. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to hear that they do. I haven't stayed there on, on Christmas Day or Halloween Day. I'll ask around. Okay. Um, but it's basically the same as Christmas and Halloween because almost every site had 
something inflatable, some signs yeah. out, lights up. Not necessarily Christmas lights, but you know, yeah. lights. Usually, a lot of them are flags. It's, it was a fun time. Would recommend. 10 out of 10 stars. 10 out of 10. Recommendations All right. by Greg. You ready to talk about our big topic today? Yeah. So our big topic today is kind of fun. So I don't know about you, but I get questions a lot about just like general planning stuff. And our next episode is going to be our big um, tips for Disney, an updated summer mm-hmm. 2021 episode. Yeah. But this type of, of topic of planning a trip for a small weekend I think is really unique and cool because I used to do that quite a bit before we moved down here. And I know a bunch of people, especially who want to do like a Columbus Day weekend kind of a thing where you take the Friday off because you have the Monday off thing. Right. And um, I know some questions I get are, well, what should I do? How do I maximize my time? Or what are some things that are worth skipping? Or where should we eat? Like that kind of stuff. Yeah. And what I like about this the most is I didn't read your stuff, by the way. Okay. But good. I already know that we probably have a different plan, each of us. Oh, based yeah. on our normal park habits it, we actually are we're very different um good and i think some of that too is just a difference of how far away we're coming from like we're traveling from out of state you're in town so that's going to probably look a little bit different yes. um so i like that too i did try to do this from a perspective of what would i do if i was flying in okay for okay. the most part but yeah. it's for sure shaped on habits i've developed yeah. having been here long enough and, and things we, that i'm willing to skip drive anyway so that's yeah. also just another difference even if you're traveling in but so cool. what we'll do is we'll go through our four days. You want to kick us off? You want to let us let us into the brain of Beth and talk oh about how you would plan a four-day quick trip to Disney? Yeah, it kind of stressed me out doing this because you know how I am. I'm like, I, I don't know if I could do all the things I'd want to do in like three days. This is really <laughs> stressful for me. Oh, my gosh. What do I pick? What are the, you know? So this is what we came up with. Um, all right. So obviously, we would be driving from out of town. For those of you who don't know, we live in South Carolina. It's about an eight-hour drive for us give or take. Um, and something that we've found that works really good for us is to drive like during the nighttime. So we would either leave like super early in the morning or just like late at night or whatever. Um, but typically it's better for us, like driving wise, it's easier to drive through the night kind of like our super early in the morning. Um, the only hard part about that is like when you get to, when you get to your destination, then it's like, okay, you're kind of exhausted so you don't really want to get to the parks and so for me the hard part was figuring out well would we stay on resort or would we like not because when you're staying on resort you're kind of stuck because you can't check in until like later in the afternoon so mm-hmm. for me i said probably our top choice would be to find an airbnb close by or a hotel because we've stayed in a good bit of like budget-friendly hotels that are really close to the resorts and mm-hmm. uh, we've loved those and so and a lot i think it's easier to get in early for those um, but if we had to pick a resort, if we decided we want to go the resort route, we would probably pick an all-star, like all-star movies, I think is one of our favorites just because it's b- very budget friendly and, uh, we're not, we're not spending a lot of time there anyways, especially if we're doing a quick trip. Cause we are very ride motivated. We're like parks motivated. We're not resort motivated, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we had to pick, we'd probably pick an all-star something cheaper. Cause it's like, there are good things about staying on resort. You can park your car at the resort and just take the bus in all those types of things. We don't mind having a car. Um, Some of this would also depend. Like, this is how I was in my head. I'm like, well, do I have an annual pass or did I buy tickets? Um, So, because that makes a difference if you have an annual pass and it's like, okay, well, then parking is not that big of a deal because you have free parking. But Mm -hmm. if you don't have an annual pass, then you have to pay for parking. So it's like, is it cheaper to stay at a resort and park your car at the resort and just take the bus? You know what I mean? Or vice versa. Um, Yeah. But 
it's nice for us to have a car because we feel like we can come and go as we please. Like it doesn't bother us to have to get to and from our car in the, in the parking lot. So that's kind of what we would do. Probably do an Airbnb or a hotel close by if we could. Um, we would drive in either early in the morning, you know, kind of more overnight time period, get there probably around like eight or nine o'clock in the morning type thing. Um, and what we would do is try to check into whatever it is, like wherever we're staying and take a, take a nap if we could. Cause then that would mean we would have, you know, more time to stay awake in the parks. Cause your girl here, she's got to have some kind of sleep and I don't sleep super yes. well in a car. And if I'm like cranky, it's not going to be fun the rest of the day. So we could take a nap, recharge. We would probably do a late lunch off property before we'd go to the parks. If we had tickets for that day, uh, we do have a few off property places that we don't mind going to. There's like a Mexican restaurant that's close by that we like. We've been to a few times don't ask me the name of it because i don't remember it we have to look it up every time because it's like <laughs> what is the name of that place it's not something simple so i'm like i can't remember the name of it we like we kind of have to like look there and we're like that's it that's it um but also there's a lot of chain restaurants close by too mm-hmm. so it's you know there's plenty of options and then um we can always typically find something at like a Publix. so get something from the bakery whatever like get a sandwich or something get um, yourself a pub sub Yes, public subs are amazing. So that's probably what we would do. We would probably have some lunch and stuff before we would go to the park. Um, I would probably do on Friday do Hollywood Studios is what okay. I would do. That would the, I would say let's go to Hollywood Studios. We'll spend the evening there. Um, and if we needed to do another meal in the park like later, we'd probably try to get something. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think that there's a ton of good food options in Hollywood Studios. Um, but it's like it's there's things that if you needed to get something, you could. So, uh, possible rides we would do as we are ride motivated, like we would just try to be hitting all the rides we could. It would depend on wait times, but, uh, tower of terror, rock and roller coaster. If we could get a rise of the resistance boarding pass, if we were in the park by one, then we could try to do that. But, uh, slinky dog is another favorite of ours, Mickey and Minnie's. So those would kind of be the one we would just try to sort of hit the major things and try to do Hollywood studios. Cause I'm not going to lie. The last like few trips that we have taken, just Doug and I, we pretty much end up in Magic Kingdom almost every every day. night. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's just how we are. Like we like to hit what we like, and then we're like, and now we're gonna go to Magic Kingdom and hit all the things we like because mm-hmm. we love it so much. Um, but if we were gonna do more of like a half day on that Friday, we would do Hollywood Studios, try to hit everything okay. we want to there. Um, if we needed a you know a later like sweet snack i do like the peanut butter and jelly milkshake that you can get for the 50s primetime bar next door at the tune-in lounge over there yes at the tune-in lounge you can go into the bar and you can order the milkshake there i gave that tip to a friend while she was there she was like let me know where again i can go get that um you don't have to sit down there but there are some good restaurants there that i've I've wanted to do the sci-fi theater have y'all done that one yet yes okay i've really wanted to do that um i have heard really good things about 50s primetime so that's, you know, another good one to hit up. But that's what we would do for Friday. So then... Sounds like a fun day. Yeah. And we would do... Um, it would depend on what kind of uh, nighttime spectaculars they're offering at the time. Because, you know, sometimes they do Star Wars stuff. Some, I mean, if there's Christmas, there's dif- different things. Oof. You know. Yes. There's all kinds of different things to do. So it depend. We'd probably do it till park close because we wanna, <laughs> would want to get, like, all of our time in that we could. Um, Saturday we would do rope drop magic kingdom because Saturday would be like Mm -hmm. one of the full days for us. So we would do rope drop and magic kingdom. Um, as far as rides, I said pretty much any and everything we could, (laughs) that's just what we love. We like, we usually get in, we go left. So we'll do pirates and jungle cruise. 
We'll do all of the mountains that we can. Haunted Mansion, Peter Pan, Little Mermaid, People Mover, obviously, and Mine Train. Um, that's usually what navigate. Like, for us, that's what rules our time is what are the wait times? What do we go to next mm-hmm. so that we can do everything that we want to do? Um, for lunch on that day, we would probably do either Pecos Bills. That's kind of like Oof. our number one to go to now because they have cauliflower tacos that Doug loves. Um, just some of their options are really good there. And, you know, they have the bar where you can make stuff. So like kind of hopefully, your, yeah, hopefully when they bring that back. <laughs> um, so that's a good option. Uh, the other thing that we like are the waffle sandwiches from Sleepy Hollow. So that's kind of like, oh, yes, if we want to be bad, we'll go get the the savory waffle sandwich from sleepy hollow that's like a go-to for and us. they recently added mobile order option for that place yeah. so yeah. which is very handy mm-hmm. um it's because like part of food i mean casey's is another like favorite for us i feel like now that casey's is back open um i do like the corn dog nuggets but i i feel like i've seen people posting about tomorrowland terrace and some of their options actually looked good We've eaten there. Um, the Tomorrowland Terrace is actually serving food that would have been served in Columbia Harbor House. Okay. So some of those options look good. We would probably look into that too. It just, I mean, sometimes it kind of just depends on what you're in the mood for. Yeah. So, um, so that's what we would do for lunch. We would probably schedule a dinner if we could at Ohana. Um, okay. Ooh. So that would, that would be, that's like our number one. When we go to Disney, we're like, first thing we got to do is get a reservation at Ohana. Um, so if we could get it for Saturday, we would probably do that. We like to do an early, uh, dinner. So if we had dinner reservations, we probably would snack and not do a lunch in the park. Um, but we like to do dinner like at four o'clock as soon as they open. So if we can get an early dinner, our main thing is like, we'll have breakfast, um, probably, you know, wherever we're staying at our hotel or whatever it is, we'll have breakfast there. We'll snack before, and then we'll do an early dinner. Cause we like go all out for the dinner, especially when it's Ohana. Mm-hmm. So if we did that, we would do early dinner at Ohana because um, obviously you get the bread pudding for dessert. So that oh, would yeah. take care of a dessert there. And then uh, we would go back to Magic Kingdom and close the night out with Happily Ever After and more rides. That's essentially what like our favorite thing to do is. Um, That's a jam-packed day. Yeah, it is a jam-packed day. We are not afraid to like park open to park close if we are, you know, especially if we have a limited time. So that would be our Saturday. And then Sunday, you know, if our feet are still working, we would probably get up and see if we could do a breakfast at Tusker House. Um, That is our favorite breakfast spot. So we would probably try to get a, we usually try to do an early reservation to get in the park early at Tusker. Um, And then we would begin our day at Animal Kingdom. We would hit our favorite attractions, do the safari, we would do Everest, the Lion King live show, we would do Flight of Passage. Um which is typically what we do when we go to animal kingdom. Like we'll start, we'll do all our, all of our favorite things. And, um, and then we will like go to a different park. So I would, I, in this, I say we would maybe hit up the ice cream truck near Everest. Cause that is one of my favorite ice cream places. So if you're mm-hmm. over there, the ice cream truck over there is really good. Um, if not, that's fine. You can get a dessert later and I'll tell you where. Uh, so we <laughs> would do all the things we wanted to do in animal kingdom. And then we would head back over to, magic kingdom that is probably what we would do we would probably make sure we have park hoppers and we would probably go back to magic kingdom and do more rides and we would probably end our day watching happily ever after again um one of the things we like to do is try to get a table uh where the ice cream parlor is over or over by casey's 
mm-hmm. and sit there. If you can sit like up against the wall, that's a good spot to see fireworks. So, it's a good spot and it, you can like relax and people yes. aren't up on you because yep. you're in kind of designated kind of, areas. Like, push back, yeah. Um, but you do kind of, it's, it is kind of one of those spots that you have to sort of try to hit early in order to like mm-hmm. stick there and stay there. So if I didn't get ice cream at Animal Kingdom, then I want to go to the ice cream parlor on Main Street. Um, the main what is it called? Why can I never remember what it's called? Plaza ice cream. The Plaza, parlor. that's what it is. The Plaza ice cream parlor. I love to get like mint chocolate chip ice Oof. cream from there, like in a Sunday form. It's amazing. So that's or if you're anything like Greg, you get the all American Sunday. There you go. Or you can get the kitchen delicious this kitchen sink, which is like the small kitchen sink versus the beaches and cream kitchen sink. I do want to say, don't be afraid to customize your order and continue mm-hmm. to customize it at the counter. Because I like the All-American Center. Typically, it's one scoop of each, but I get two vanilla. And then I prefer my hot fudge and peanut butter ratio to be like 80% peanut butter, 20% mm. hot fudge. Yeah, so when they go to do it, I was like, if you want to put more peanut butter and less hot fudge, that's okay with me. And they, yeah. they always do it. Yeah. So like, don't be afraid to get what you want because you're paying for that, right? It's oh, like five yeah. and change for that Sunday. So get what yeah. you want. And make sure, like watch them because you need to see like when they're making yours to, to, to tell yep. them. I'm more of like, I like to get mint chocolate ice cream i do the all-american i get mint chocolate chip for both scoops and i just like the chocolate fudge on top like i don't want the peanut butter on there just the chocolate fudge and the whipped cream and the the cherry i know i know my heart just skipped a beat how dare you because i like if i was getting like chocolate ice cream then i would do that but mint chocolate chip is my favorite and And peanut peanut butter butter and mint chocolate chip is a no-go for me so well ask for it on the side and then go with me and then give it to me and then i will put (laughs) it on my scoop it in there yes yeah um but highly recommend the ice cream in there is so good. And if the line looks long, it moves quickly. It's just because they don't have a ton of like standing room inside, but highly recommend yeah. that. Um, so, cause if we, if we saw happily ever after the night before, like where we watched the projection and make sure, made sure we had a good spot, then for Sunday, we would probably try to get a spot near the ice cream parlor and like try to mm-hmm. get a, a table up against the thing. Cause we did that last and we were like, why have we not been doing this the whole time? Um, I mean, if there are people on the hub grass, like some of that, like that's going to cover up where most of the projections are happening, but you can still see everything else and it's just as magical. Um, so yeah, so that's Sunday we would end the night probably there, head back to our hotel and, or our Airbnb, whichever it was. And then for Monday, I, I just said, you know, Mondays would be a travel day for us. So, uh, typically the day that we go home, we don't hit up the parks. We usually get up kind of get ourselves together and we like to hit the road if we're going to get breakfast on the go we have like chick-fil-a's mapped out pretty much on our routes it's like what exit is this chick-fil-a at um because i love a good chick-fil-a breakfast and that's like sort of a treat so we would probably do that if we did decide we were going to go to a park before we left we would probably hit up epcot at that point okay and do a quick little like spaceship earth is our favorite we love doing soren living with the land um whatever rides we could get on quickly. Cause I'm sure we would probably have like a set time that we want to be out of there by. We pretty much take that long weekend and just extend it like another two days. That's pretty much what it's going to look like for us. Like we, mm-hmm. we will set our parks, you know, we'll set our park days. Like, okay, we're going to do Hollywood studios this day, magic kingdom this day, but we have got to the point where we pretty much end up in magic kingdom almost every day. It's like kind of ridiculous. Like, uh, yeah, I probably know. would not be like that on a, on a small trip like this, mm-hmm. but when Nicole and I would do like our normal, let's say week long trip, yeah. you, no matter what we plan, cause you know, you have to plan your fast passes ahead of time when they, if, if slash when they bring those back, um, the morning would be planned, but the mm-hmm. afternoon or yeah. let's say night, you wouldn't really have any plans unless you had a dining reservation. So 
even if we were planning on going back to the same park that we went to in the morning, we usually wound up in the middle of the day, like, you know what? Let's just go to Magic Kingdom. And then we would yeah. go like all or the time. Like, or Bay Lake Tower. I feel like for y'all, you'd be like, you know what? Let's just go to Bay Like, well, let's yeah, just we go right to there. the contemporary. Oh, um, that gosh. is something that I want to grow in. I want to grow in like, hey, let's spend some time and go to like a said resort to just see it. Like I've yet to set foot in Riviera. And like the last couple of times we've gone, I'm like, I really want to go see it over there. But it's just hard because we, you know, we when we go, we only have a set amount of time, and it's like mm-hmm. we want to go do what we want to do, um, like and make sure we're getting all those things in for us. This brings us to my four day weekend trip plan because mm-hmm. it does involve a little bit of resort hopping, actually. Yeah. Because yeah. that's one of the things that I find joy in. It is important to me, and I feel like that's a way to relax for me personally. So. Um, I'm going to choose a Disney resort for my four-day trip, and it will be Disney's Pop Century Resort, Mm -hmm. a value resort, and like all-star movies, like you said, the rooms have been refurbed, so like they're on the nicer end of a value resort if you want to consider that. So if you have a thought in your head of what a value resort looks like, just know that if you haven't seen the new rooms, you might want to go check out a photo or two of them. If you remember carpet in the room, you haven't seen the new rooms yet. Yes. And the this the whole the whole vibe is different. It's much brighter. It's nicer. You have just a lot of. I like the Pop Century rooms a lot, actually. Now I know I'm a Disney Vacation Club member, and typically I'm using my points to stay at a deluxe resort. But usually on these smaller trips, I don't, uh, because I know I won't be in the room as much. And for me, Pop Century is a great place to sleep, so to speak. Yeah. But there's also some things going on there that I think are fun. Um, I think it's good to pick. A Skyliner resort. I happen to enjoy the Skyliner. Obviously, if you or someone you're traveling with is not okay with heights or any of that, maybe this wouldn't be a perk for you. But I love the Skyliner. I would do it even if I have no destination. I would go somewhere and just come back. But what's cool about Pop Century is your proximity to the other resorts on the Skyliner line. Obviously, you can walk to Art of Animation. You can also take the Skyliner to Caribbean Beach, which has a nice little quick service restaurant there. If you ask me, I like the food there. And you can hop over to Riviera, which is a resort that you happen to mention that I know you haven't been to, and I'm yeah. sure a lot of people listening have not been there as well. And the food there is awesome. I know. We'll say Topolino's is on our list of like, Oof. I want to do dinner there. That's like the next. Yeah. Like, Ohana is awesome. I really want to do Topolino. Well, even for Topolino breakfast, because I've heard food. breakfast is super good. So Breakfast was good, and the, the characters are, are fun, and, and the whole thing. Since I know we're not going to be planning too much time at the resort, or even in the room, like I don't mind that it's, let's say, a, a basic room kind of a yeah. thing. And when we would go to these types of resorts where they don't have a kitchenette like we are kind of used to in our villas when we stay yeah. with DVC, I would pack a skillet in my suitcase. And yeah, I would fly with it, an, an electric skillet. They're not really expensive. I think maybe it was like 20 or 25 bucks. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I, we still bring it to a room with us if we're staying in a room that doesn't have a microwave or a stovetop. Because it's really easy to make some simple foods on, and it can you can pretty much cook whatever you want in it. In our scenario, um, whenever we f- we flew down, we always rented a car. That was our choice. There are ways to get rental cars f- for let's say inexpensive mm-hmm. uh, costs. A little bit different now post pandemic. The rental yeah. car industry is kind of like the pendulum has obviously swung the opposite direction. Eventually, it's going to come back in the middle. I assume. So that was our deal. We decided that we wanted to pay for a rental car, and, and that's something that, that we enjoy. I like the freedom of it. So um, we would usually stop on the way home from the airport to like a Walmart or a Publix or a, usually a Walmart because it's cheaper, to be mm-hmm. honest, and pick up just some basic groceries because it's so easy to cook like eggs and, I don't yeah. know, sausage or bacon or something in the skillet in the room. No, you will not set off the fire alarm 
unless you create a fire. But just cooking, it doesn't it doesn't affect it. I was worried about these things. You're gonna be fine, um, and it works out. And um, one other thing I like about Pop is, in addition to maybe eating at the other resorts, you can also check out the pool at Art of Animation if you don't like the pool at Pop Century. Or go over to Caribbean Beach, same thing. Mm -hmm. Technically, you have to be a resort guest at Riviera because you do have to scan your magic band. Now, I'm not going to tell you to go there anyway, but I will tell you if someone happens to very nicely open the gate for you or if you happen to follow in another family, Mm -hmm. go ahead and enjoy that pool. But then again, (laughs) just remember, I'm not telling you to do that. I'm saying, you know, this is something that could happen to you possibly. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. All right. So let's start out with the actual day that we fly in after we like grabbed our groceries and checked into pop. Even if the room isn't ready, you can leave all of your stuff with Bell Services. Cold stuff as well. We often are leaving stuff in the fridge. It's very handy. It's great. Um, We would probably do a late lunch at the Boathouse. It's one of the restaurants. I want to make sure I get in. Mm -hmm. Those rolls are fantastic. I feel like I don't have to sell the Boathouse anymore. I feel like, (laughs) yes, just delicious. And then uh, we'd head over to Epcot for our first park of the trip. At this particular time, Epcot is slated to be open until 10 most nights. Typically, it's an open late park. Mm-hmm. Um, as compared to, let's say, Animal Kingdom, which tends to close early, especially yeah. now without a nighttime show. I'm not calling that a nighttime spectacular. It was a nighttime <laughs> show. Um, so we would do Epcot, and if we needed to eat anything, we would probably just get a few small things. That's one great thing about Epcot is you don't really have to get a meal all of the time, mm-hmm. especially if it's during a festival. You can get like just one quick thing if you need yeah. just a little something to hold you over. Because ha- ha- in our scenario here, we're having a late lunch. And I, I max out at the boathouse. I am carbon up on those rolls and I'm getting a big old dinner and Nicole usually gets her gluten-free brownie dessert, which fills her up usually for the whole day. But just in case we need something, we can get that at Epcot. Yeah. And I figure, you know, if you're going later in the day for Epcot, you might not want to wait in a test track line or a frozen ever after line. Maybe we're at the point where we're having fast passes again. We would have booked a fast pass. However, we kind of like to relax, so to speak. And I know I'm going to be a little like, not fully energized at this point in the day so we would do more chill rides like mm-hmm. spaceship earth living with the land mm-hmm. the grand fiesta tour over in the mexico pavilion yeah we might see one of the shows at one of the world showcase pavilions something like that you know just kind of like doing more some relaxed, disney things but more relaxed. yeah nothing like go 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 that's just i'm not us. gonna lie to you i love to a good starbucks in the park i don't know what it is yeah i, I just that's part of my like i gotta have a starbucks so that would be a good mm-hmm. time to get a starbucks too Oh, yeah. I love that new the location that they have over there. I'm kind of like, can y'all just leave it here? I love that little garden, <laughs> the little garden side Starbucks that they have, like in yes. the meantime until the other one opens. Um, Epcot has a great one. So I think it's probably because it's outside, like the line's outside. So you don't feel like you're crammed inside somewhere like the yes. other location was. Um, yeah, the original like Fountain View yeah. area Starbucks where it was just always kind of crowded in there. Yeah. All right, well, buckle up, because Saturday is going to be a different day than Friday, right. for sure. On Saturday, we would do Hollywood Studios. So I, you might be thinking to yourself, well, Greg, this is going to be your second park day, and you're still not going to, to Magic, <laughs> Magic Kingdom? Kingdom? Hear me out, guys, okay? <laughs> Typically speaking, the weekends are busier at the parks than the weekdays. This is all dependent on many factors, especially if there are extra Magic Hours here and there and whatever. So right now, I'm kind of operating under there's nothing nothing fancy going on this at this particular time. And I have a feeling Magic Kingdom would be busier on Saturday than on Sunday. My personal opinion. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I thought about that too, but I was like, whatever, I'm just doing it. I'm doing yeah. it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? That's your that's your yeah. priority. So we would do Hollywood Studios. Definitely a rope drop. Definitely would have woken up at the time to get the Rise boarding group. 
um, which currently is at 7 a.m. to do. You can definitely do it at your hotel. I know because I do it at my house. So mm-hmm. if I can do it at my house, you can do it in your resort. Yeah. For sure, we would run to Toy Story Mania, um, depending on, you know, if we got a very, very early rise group. Obviously, this is all dependent on when your group is. Right, right, to the resistance, right. right? You kind of have to go with that. That's the foundation of the day. Um, believe it or not, we would not be rope dropping Tower of Terror, uh, Rock and Roller Coaster, or Slinky Dog Dash. Those are just three rides we tend not to do. Mm-hmm. However, I obviously I'm not telling you all not to do that. Go rope drop those yeah. rides if you want to do it. Absolutely. We just wouldn't do it. Um, we would, however, go right over to Vacation Fun, which is so silly because it's literally a like a highlight reel of some of the Mickey and mini like the the newer cartoons and stuff it's just it's funny and if we were here on a vacation so to speak and we didn't live here we would absolutely want to do it because we think it's hilarious we're often the only ones loling during it (laughs) and it's fun for us but definitely do toy story mania if i could do it twice i would because it's yeah like top three rides i think across all parks Mm -hmm. is that would do it and then we would do something which i'm going to refer to as catching our vibes one thing i've noticed in our time at vacationing at disney is it's become less about specific attractions and more about the vibes we catch from attractions okay this is gonna sound a little like i don't want to say hippie but a little out there okay so just follow me along on this yes so nicole doesn't like a lot of thrill rides because they often like tend to make her a little sick Mm -hmm. which i know she's not alone but we love tower of terror so we often will just Mm -hmm. go over there sit on the bench outside the gift shop entrance and exit because it's still got like the music out there you still get to pick up that vibe we often go, obviously, check out the gift shop because that's like what we do. And we still go down to where you would come out of the mm-hmm. of the elevator and you still get like a nice Tower of Terror vibe. So yeah. if you can't get on the attraction, you still want to get the Tower of Terror vibe, go do it. We would go hang out in the Muppets area, same kind of thing. We probably would see the Muppet Vision 3D yeah. attraction if that gift shop is open. Currently not open. And we'd the hang Chris, out there. The Christmas shop back there too. The Christmas shop, yeah. The little take a little photo with the snowman out like, there. These are I things feel like that we would do. It's one of those like hidden gems. It's like there's a Christmas yes. shop back here. Like no one knew. Yeah. I wouldn't even know it until I found it on a map one day because I was trying to get you to look for a, <laughs> um, an ornament for me, and I was like, yes. I have no idea where this is. And then when we went and saw it, I exactly. mean, it's tiny, but they have a lot of stuff in there. So. Yes. So these are the things that we like to do, and uh, we would also probably wander around Echo Lake a little bit, because there's usually, like, if you kind of poke around, you wind up seeing some things you haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. And of course, we would check out, we probably, to be honest, would check out the the uh, Frozen sing-along. Yeah. That probably would be happening, yep. I'll be honest. Um, I like that. It's usually pretty cold in there, I and know. it snows, so it you kind of trick your brain a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> to think that it's colder than it is. And for sure, we would be getting lunch at Backlot Express. That's our Hollywood Studios jam. That's yeah. our thing. It's been our thing for so long. It's so freaking weird in there. If it's, if it's been a while for you, it's the same thing. It's the weird props that are hanging from the ceiling, hanging up on the wall. There's a, f- a fake time clock where you can punch in with some fake celebrity names on it. There are some weird posters on the wall about how to be safe in the workplace. Like, yeah. it's ridiculous, right? Like, you would never eat in a restaurant like that anywhere else except... I guess Hollywood what do you like to get That's there? Thing. What's the food you like to get? Um, well, recently they have a, I forget what it's called, but it's like a Southwest salad kind of thing with like a green avocado dressing. Ooh, I think it's really good. Yeah. Nicole loves it. I've also been getting, I want to say there's a chicken sandwich there that I've been getting that I like. Good. Like overall, yeah. trying to stay away from the chicken tenders all the time, even though <laughs> if I could, I would eat them every single day. But you know, that's, Starlight. Yeah. But we'll get ready because you know a hamburger is coming on a different day, a different room. Okay, that's, that's coming. coming. That's obviously coming. Um, at this point, we would take a break, probably head back to the resort, 
we may or may not be going in the pool there depending on time of year. Probably just going to relax, take a little nap in the room, that kind of thing. Get a dinner at the resort as well. What I like about Pop Century is the quick service there. I actually like it. They have a really good turkey sandwich there that I like. actually really enjoy. Not just enjoy because I'm there. Like I actually sometimes go there just to get it. Yeah. It's good. And Nicola's always liked a cafeteria-style eating thing. And I always, like, in the beginning, I was like, okay, fine. But then the more that I do, I'm like, oh, like, this, it's kind of fun sometimes to be in, like, that cafeteria setting yeah. where it's, like, kind of loud and there's, like, a lot of stuff going on. You just got to be in the mood for it. So we like that kind of vibe there at Pop Century. And, again, you can walk over to Art of Animation depending on where your room is. It might even be kind of closer. Think about that. Um, you have some food options there. And then we would go back to Hollywood Studios. And at this point, I would probably try to convince Nicole to go on Toy Story Mania again at, at close. Mm-hmm. Um, we would also attempt to do Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway because usually at the end of the night, the, the yeah. line is dwindling down by beginning a snack. And like you mentioned, depending on time of year, if there's something going on for a holiday season yeah. or whatever nighttime spectacular is on, we would probably catch that there. Yeah. I know. I'm like, pro tip, if you want to get some Snope, but you don't have tickets to the Christmas party, you can get it at, at um, Hollywood Studios. Yeah, so. absolutely. All right. Sunday is our day. Sunday is our Magic Kingdom there day. You go. We would be rope dropping, heading right to Peter Pan. That is Nicole's favorite ride. I enjoy it as well. It is the first ride we did when the parks reopened and we went for cast member preview. Mm-hmm. We had to do it again because we couldn't see through the tears in our eyes. <laughs> so for sure, our rope drop ride is Peter Pan. We would do um, Peter Pan, go right over to Haunted Mansion, mm-hmm. probably walk to Small World and then walk over to Under the Sea. Like that's a good like little flow yeah. of rides yeah. where you're probably not waiting more than 10 minutes on mm-hmm. any of those rides if you go for rope drop. Obviously, I'm aware a lot of people would probably rope drop Mine Train or one of the mountains, but that's just our, we like, we like classic Disney attractions. Now, if we had fast, if fast passes were available, I would have gotten a fast pass for yeah. probably Big Thunder and Space and go do those when I can. Right? Yeah. But if we're actually rope dropping, doing regular standby lines, those are the ones that probably take us a couple of hours. And we like to kind of go slow, you know, after that and kind of like take it in. I love rope dropping Magic Kingdom. It is the best time of day to go, I think, mm-hmm. other than the very end of the night. But what's great about an early morning or rope dropping Magic Kingdom is that's when the trolleys are out. More often, the Dapper Dans are out there singing. It just always feels different. It has such a... Yeah. Sounds so corny. Such a more magical vibe, I think, at that morning time than any other time of the day. Mm-hmm. That's just my it's experience great, there at Magic Kingdom. for Magic Kingdom. Yes. Yes. We would then leave Magic Kingdom, head over to the Contemporary, probably via monorail, and uh, hit up Chef Mickey for a very late breakfast. Right now, they're doing Chef Mickey breakfast up until, I think you can get seated as late as 1230. We would take that 1230 spot. Yeah. Because at that point, you're essentially doing a lunch. Mm -hmm. By the way, I would have cooked breakfast in the room in these mornings, by the way. That's why I brought the skillet. Didn't mention it, but that's what's happening. (laughs) So even though it's breakfast food, um, I would still eat eggs again, to be honest with you. But there are so much more on the platter there at... Chef Mickey, that I wouldn't have been what I made in the room anyway. And that will fill me up. That's like a good meal. You get some great character interactions there, whether it's immediately post-pandemic or later on when you hear this and you decide to book Chef Mickey, if they've gone back to, let's say, regular character dining, it's still great. All of it, I think, is enjoyable. Would do it. Take a break, head back to the resort, chillax, whatever, do our thing. We'd be closing Magic Kingdom. At this point, we would be, depending on when we got there, like when it's that golden hour like that blue hour kind of time it's for me that's like all time 
perfect people mover people time. Mover. You got to do the people mover. Yeah. If the train were open, we would do a nice lap around the park or on the train, kind of like catching a, a breeze on that thing and then waiting for happily ever after to happen mm-hmm. and keeping an eye on the app to see what, you know, rides are, let's say 20 minutes or less. Yeah. And, uh, and hop on those. And of course, somewhere in the night, we're having dinner with Sunny over right. at Cosmic Ray's Starlight Lounge <laughs> because that is our go-to thing. I had a burger there at Cosmic Ray's, I want to say within the last week or so, and it just, Every I don't time. know what it is. It just, we call it the reset button meal. Yeah. It just, it is exactly what it needs to be. It's obviously not a gourmet burger, right? I'm not trying to, yeah. I'm not trying to lie or overstate the, how good it is. The environment. It's the whole experience, yeah. yes. It just, it needs to be done every now and then. That's our thing. And we would sleep like a baby that night, I'm sure, because it's a long, Magic Kingdom days tend to be long or feel long because there's, like, there's so many more rides per square inch there, Mm -hmm. right? Like, rides, rides per square mile there at, at Magic Kingdom than other parks. Yeah. Monday morning. Hold on. What, what about desserts? We need to talk about desserts for Sunday night. I know. You know what Because I know you and I'm like, seriously? (laughs) Desserts? Come on. Well, here's the thing. I probably would be getting ice cream at the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor. Depending on how we ever after is, I might get it before, I might get it after. There's usually like a bum rush of people yeah. after, so I probably would do it before, fill up on ice cream, kind of cool down a little bit, and then watch how ever after. That's yeah. probably what's happening. Second choice would be Anti Gravities because they have what I consider a delicious brownie hot fudge sundae. Okay. Would get again, very good. Yeah. Also, probably something at the confectionery. Uh, Big Top Souvenirs, when that reopens, that's a great spot to get like confectionery items because often it's just they cart it over there. It's the same thing, but usually half the number of people. I usually always get from somewhere a caramel apple. I love the white chocolate Mm -hmm. caramel apples. Uh, Those are my favorite, but that's typically my like. I have to get my caramel apple before I leave. Like Doug knows that that's a thing that I get um, for Magic Kingdom at some point. Normally, with something like that, like we'll get that for a longer trip earlier in the trip, and Nicole will keep it in the room and yeah. like eat a piece of yes. it a day, kind of thing. Yep. That's a great like long term snack. Yeah, that's what I'll do. All right, so we're on our last day of our four day trip here. Monday, I'm going. Where do you think I'm going on Monday? Did you look? You probably already I looked. looked, but I don't remember what you said. I know you love Epcot, so Monday morning we're going right back to Magic Kingdom, okay, okay. which means we skipped Animal Kingdom for our four-day yeah, trip. Yeah. No shade on Animal Kingdom. Just no, if, literally, if there's, no kinda... sh- there's no shade at Animal Kingdom, literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're right. Um, so I guess pun intended. Uh, nothing against it. It's just if we have a limited amount of time, that is the park with our, I don't want to say least favorite rides. All of no, our favorite rides it. and places are in the other park. Yeah. So that's yeah. of the four parks, that tends to be the one that we would skip. That's how we feel about Epcot. I mean, it's just okay. like if we had to choose, we would get rid of Epcot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and we go to Spaceship totally Earth it. because we're like, we have to ride this because they're going to close it at any time. Like, they, <laughs> you know, they've teased us so much. So that's the one thing that yes. we're like, okay, the nostalgia factor, we have to go do Spaceship Earth mm-hmm. at least. But yes, if I had to get rid of one park, it'd probably be that. Yes. Are come and don't hate on me for know, skipping know, Animal Kingdom. People are just don't hate on Beth. For skipping Look, Epcot if she yeah. wanted to, like it's that's listen, we're paying for these trips. I think right? we, we can all we agree that Magic Kingdom is amazing. <laughs> yeah, yes, but then again, I'm sure there are people who would do yeah. Animal Kingdom oh, two days and maybe skip Magic. Yeah, absolutely. That's your business. So we would do breakfast at the resort again. We try to do a rope drop, but I feel like it's harder to do a rope drop on a day when you're checking, checking out, out. I yeah. find unless you got to get up, like it's your it's your priority though. Mm-hmm. Would you rather wake up and do that? So. We would kind of try to do a rope drop. I would head right to Jungle Cruise, get on my Jungle Cruise. Yep. Um, maybe have John as your 
as your skipper. That Who knows? That would be my dream. I was Who like, oh, this knows? would be amazing if we would just so yes. happen to get him, like, whatever. If I saw him, I'd be like, no, I'm waiting for his boat, but I'm just saying. Yeah. So uh, we'll do Jungle Cruise, kind of stay over there and do Pirates and Country Bears. Um, one thing we would like to do to kind of like relax and like catch in a vibe since we already did the train, we would do the Liberty Square mm-hmm. boat, sail around that that river there. And you know we're going to hit up the people mover one more time obviously, before we leave, obviously. at least. And on a day when we would leave, we would often go to Columbia Harbor House for whatever reason. Their allergy-free tenders are better there mm-hmm. than anywhere else. Okay. I don't know what they do differently. It's there in Restaurantosaurus. Those are probably tied for the top. But they just do it right there. We don't know why. I know it's not currently open, but I'm sure it will reopen. It's a very popular quick yeah. service place in Magic Kingdom. If for some reason it's not open, we would do Pecos Bill and have like a, a kind of different kind of meal over yeah. there. But something to think about, Columbia Harbor House up in the room up there where the air conditioning is not strong, but you do get to overlook either Fantasyland or Liberty Square, depending where you're sitting. That's been our like airport day vibe mm. when we were doing our vacations. And then that's it. We would uh, leave, I cry bet. a little bit, yep. head on home. And let your Disney blues set in while you travel back home. That's okay. Because then you can put on that Park Life podcast and it'll make you feel much better. So, I know. I feel like I didn't even mention food at Animal Kingdom. Um, Some of the places, uh, Satouli Canteen is like the jam over there. So, if you are going to do lunch there, that's where we would do it. Uh, We also like the Yak and Yetis, the to-go Yak and Yeti um, thing they have on the side. Like the quick, I guess, is it quick service? Like considered a quick service? Yeah um yep that's another one that we would hit up also i've been i ha- we haven't tried flame tree barbecue yet but i've heard it's amazing so just another spot to hit up if you're looking for something i would miss satuli canteen if yes. i since i'm skipping animal kingdom on this trip so but good. listen so you good. gotta gotta make some sacrifices yep can't do gotta it all do what you that's do. what the whole point of this was so well good before we hop into our news shout out to world traveler trading mm-hmm. co for all your disney themed key fob dog collar keychain needs all of the things and of course keep your eyes peeled i know right now there's a sale going on yes. um for 20 percent off no code needed ends on the 10th okay so if you happen to be making your purchase after july 10th you can still use our special discount code that park life and save yourself some money that way. Some monies. I feel like people, like, as far as we are into this, are probably like, I don't understand this theme song, <laughs> this News Nuggets theme song. You know, you gotta, go back and you figure it out. You have to go back to the beginning to understand why it is what it is. But I always think about that. I'm like, do people list that have started listening to us not that long ago are like, I, I don't get it? I yes. don't know. It was the episode where we had your Doug, husband Doug yeah. on. And well, obviously you were there yeah. too, but you were, it was live from my apartment and he just went into a little song about news and then it became our news nuggets. Yeah, pretty much. That's what happened. Um, all right. Do you want to go for, or actually I'll go first since you've got yeah. one in the middle, but you got? Um, I wanted to throw this out there. So Disney and Pixar, they said that they're doing a Coco themed thing for Mickey's Fill Our Magic. Um, it says the musical number Un Poco Loco will anchor the new scene when it opens to guests at Disney's California Adventure Park and Disneyland Paris on July 17th um, before being added to Magic Kingdom Park later this year during the Walt Disney World Resort 50th anniversary celebration. I'm excited. I think it's cool. They're going to start, I think, announcing more and more things as the summer goes on. Um, But they just said, you know, it's upbeat music. They have characters in there with the humor of Donald Duck. It marks the first time that Disney and Pixar animators have worked on a creative endeavor where characters from both animation studios will be seen together on a screen. So that's kind of a big deal. Because if you think oh. about it, we haven't had that. Like, that's just something that's like, yeah. oh, yeah. We never even, like, thought about that. 
Um, it also says because music is such an integral, integral part of the show, we were also fortunate to tap one of the film's original composers, the world-renowned Jermaine Franco, to produce and uh, to produce a Coco score unique to Mickey's Philharmagic. Ooh. So this is going to be something completely new. Um, I think it's going to be awesome. Super excited about that. And yeah, so it's coming soon. And I'm sure there'll probably Simon. be like YouTube videos and stuff out there about it. But if you want to wait, <laughs> it's coming for the 50th. Yes. It's interesting that it's opening in other parks. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we might be able to see it probably months yeah. before we can see it here yeah. but i mean but obviously I still think it's, it's exciting it's one of those like it's a 3d thing right so you gotta see it in person yeah you're gonna have to see it in person but i think it'll be um one of those attractions that's gonna be like oh, what's the wait for that <laughs> just because <laughs> it's a great place it's a great place to kind of sit and take it all in but the nice thing though is that the last time i was in there I, you know it's one of those like i feel like they need to replace the bulbs and like update a few things. And I think this is going to be yes. the time that they're going to be able to do that. Like update, they freshen it up a little refresh bit. it a little bit, update a couple things so that it's, um, you know, a little bit more to what it was like when it kind of first started, if you will. I have a three pack nug and then one other nug okay, after that. Cool. So my three piece nug is Casey's is open. Plaza ice cream parlor reopens this week. Yeah. Very exciting. Go get your Sundays. Um, they will also have their plant-based and non-dairy options. If you're wondering, mm-hmm. sometimes when things come back, they don't like fully come back, yeah. but those options will be there. And they also made a point to announce that the Barks root beer float and Coca-Cola float are back as well. I'm okay. guessing they're popular. Yeah. And the Dino Diner has reopened over in Animal Kingdom. You can still get your chili cheese dog or your mm. corn chip pie over there. And yep. they also sell churros. So as we continue to progress here, more and more things are coming back, which is very exciting. Yep. Cool, cool. Um, the other thing that's coming back, I mean, I feel like we're going to just have a lot of these moving forward. It's like announcements of things yeah. coming back. They are doing Run Disney Races once again. Well, people are very excited about My that. My neighbor up the street was like super excited about it. I I was like cool i'm not a runner so i'm like it's really fun for you (laughs) um but yeah it says this season will include four events so they have announced disney's wine and dine half marathon weekend powered by aftershocks uh that's going to be from november 4th through the 7th of this year they're doing the walt disney world marathon weekend which will be january 5th through 9th of 2022 the disney princess half marathon weekend will be february 24th through the 27th of 2022 um, and then the Run Disney Springtime Surprise Weekend, presented by Otterbox, will be March 31st to April 3rd of 2022. So we've got one coming in November for this year, and then the other three are beginning of next year. Um, and it just kind of says, like, you know, COVID-19 guidelines, they may change before the return of the on-site running. So there will be a couple of things that will probably be different. Um, you know, they're kind of just like, bear with us. We're doing it, you know? Yes. Be flexible. Yes. Get it? See what they're doing yes. there? Yes. All right, last nug here. Uh, Disney Springs is offering something now through August 12th called the Disney Springs Flavors of Florida. Oh. And it's a lot of stuff. It's over 30 restaurants and shops at Disney Springs that are um, updating their menu or offering what they're calling summer flavor items. Cool. And I just have a quick, just a quick couple of highlights because some of these are so Florida that it hurts. Florida. And I'll start with the, the, I'll start with the number one most Florida thing I could hear. Okay. Chef Art Smith's Homecoming will be offering tender fried gator bites. Of course. It's marinated gator, lightly seasoned and deep fried. It's the real <laughs> deal. I thought maybe they were calling it gator, but it's mm-hmm. really like chicken jerky or something. No, yeah. it's just straight up gator. Yeah. The Coke Rooftop Lounge is having an orange cream float. Everglazed will be offering a key lime pie donut. Ooh, now you know how much I love key lime pie. Those donuts look how good they I look know. over there. So 
Gideon's is having mm. two offerings here. These sound good. Listen to this. Chicken. Nope. Not nope, chicken. That would be gross. Gideon's. Chocolate key lime pie cookie. It's a chocolate chip cookie infused with key lime juice, covered in dark chocolate, and coated with crunchy pie crust crumbs. Interesting. I don't know if I would like that. Right? That sounds... I don't know if I'd like that. I don't know. I'd that be like, really, you know what, really Gideon's? Good. I need to try this before I buy it. <laughs> yes. Can, you have a little, can I have a sample, please? And they're also offering a key lime pie cake. It's a three-layer vanilla key lime cake with key lime cream cheese frosting and graham cracker crust. I would like that. See, now that's... I would do that. I would like yeah. that. That's a yes. I'd like... The key. Marketplace Snacks is offering Dole Whip watermelon. Ugh. The ganachery will have a key lime ganache pop. Okay. That is a white chocolate blend with key lime juice covered in dark chocolate. So everyone's just doing key lime. Is that what, that's what key I'm getting? Key lime or orange, it's like yeah. all key lime things. And... The gelato place is offering a lime ice lemon cream. blueberry. <laughs> that would, I'm surprised that they're not. <laughs> they're offering a lemon blueberry cookie sandwich. And that's just that's just a quick highlight okay. of things. A lot of alcoholic drinks yeah. to be had as well. Kind of focused more on the food options. Um, since, you know, food's a little have bit more you, available to everybody. Um, have you ever had Gator? It's actually really good. No. Okay. Is it? Yeah, you should try it. They, um, I so don't know, man. So the town that I grew up in, there's a local baseball. It's a, a Yankees baseball like affiliate team, and at the stadium they have gator dogs. So I've oh, had okay. like a gator. I've had a couple of gator dogs in my. I feel like I've had gator bites right. somewhere. I just don't remember where. But I mean, it's just a texture difference. I feel like it's one of those like yeah, it tastes like chicken. It's really just a texture thing, but it's not terrible. Like I'll throw that out there. It's. It's probably not bad. It's it's mind over matter know, here for me true. because I, I can't get past the gator. idea that it's beating a gator. Yeah. I get it. It's all good. Time to go back in time for some Disney history powered by the Mouselets, <gasps> who gave us a very lovely shout out yes. on their TikTok. So thanks for that. Yes. We're fans as well. <laughs> Just partners. And if you love Disney history, you need to follow them because they do a lot of it. A lot of deep dives on things. Yes. And it's super oh, yeah. informative and I love it. I'm here for it. I'm going to go back all the way to 1999 when I feel like I'm sad that I wasn't here for this 4th of July. So obviously it was a 4th of July day. Fantasy in the Sky, the nightly uh, fireworks spectacular at Magic Kingdom. says, gave way to red, white, and blue. An 18-minute show boasting <laughs> patriotic music and more than 900 pyrotechnic devices. More than 900 pyrotechnic devices. Wow. Um, it says stereo fireworks surround guests viewed, uh, viewing from the shadow of Cinderella's castle in the Magic Kingdom um, and points all around the Seven Seas Lagoon. So I guess they had like stuff going on all around the Seven Seas Lagoon. Plus the colorful Main Street electrical parade brightened the streets of Magic mm. Kingdom twice during the evening. Rip. As I read this, I was like, oh, what a great night, man. America. So great. <laughs> fireworks and electrical parades i'm all for it that's what the forefathers would have wanted that's right i'll take us back to the year 2000 so a whole 21 years ago when here at walt disney world a giant one and a half ton 24 by 13 foot cherry cobbler that resembled the star spangled banner is dished out to guests piece by piece can you imagine i would have been like um there's no way that a million bugs haven't made their way into this no thank you <laughs> like have y'all had I'm saran sure wrap they'd... over this thing the whole time no i doubt it 
I'm sure they did they what they needed to do for food safety regulations. Also, where do you but where do you bake that? Where do you cook it? I don't know. Listen, it's magic. How dare you even I question like it? I feel like they have a huge, a giant oven somewhere, and I'm like, where is this thing? Because you know they have to make. They could have pieced it together. Well, but they have to also make those huge, um, like sheets for the gingerbread cookies and stuff. So I'm like, yeah. there's got to be some kind of gigantic oven somewhere. There could be. But I have a feeling this was baked separately and the top was put on in a way where it looks like it's yeah. seamless, but there are probably seams That's true. all over it. I wish I was a part of that. I don't even like cherry cobbler, but I'd be all over this because I just like the idea of She's being a part of something so big. She's my cherry pie. I'd be singing that the whole time. <laughs> oh everyone would hate me. <laughs> yes, they probably would. We have a Disney quote coming your way as usual. But before that, if you aren't already, please follow us on Instagram. Our podcast account is at that park life podcast or my personal is at the disney greg and i am at the real beth mcdonald i'm still getting used to saying that sorry i was yes, i almost said my old one and i was like i'm at the real mcdonald i'm pretty sure i lost some followers <laughs> i changed my name and i was like whatever it is what it is <laughs> then they really weren't following That's you true. they were just following an account That's so true. to speak if you like what you heard today please feel free to like subscribe head over to itunes leave us a review over there it is very helpful if you want to share some Disney magic, if you want to send a little pixie dust to someone you know, mm-hmm. it's free for you and free for them. You can request a magicgram from us over at our website, and you can also use our website to submit a cast member magical moment, and we may read it on our episode in the future. Mm-hmm. Of course, our website is thatparklifepodcast.com. If you want to support us and get access to our weekly bonus episodes where we go in-depth more about our personal lives, some stories that we don't tell about our times in the park, I know for sure I talk, I'm talk. i talking about my journey to becoming a cast member mm-hmm. more uh, on our Patreon chats, which we've shortened to Pat Chats. Yeah, other Disney World secrets. Sometimes yes. there's some secrets things going on Greg's got there. lots of things up his sleeve that y'all are missing out on. Just saying. Just saying. So, uh, And, of course, you also get access to the Close Friends feature on our Instagram as well. We post some behind-the-scenes stuff or more everyday life stuff there as well. There's a link to our Patreon account in the episode description. All right. A quote. Um, I was kind of, let's say, inspired to choose a quote from The Incredibles because since the last time we spoke, it became more apparent that the guest rooms at the Contemporary are being themed to The Incredibles, and that was met with a lot of mixed feelings. Of course, I'm a big fan. But anyway, that inspired me to choose a quote from The Incredibles. This is coming to us from Edna Mode, who said this classic Edna Mode quote. (laughs) I never look back, darling. It distracts from the now. Mm, I was really hoping it was going to be, no capes. <laughs> <laughs> that's a much shorter quote anyway. But yeah, that, that's your girl, Edna, who's always reminding us to look forward, see what's, see what's coming up next, and, and go from there. All right, that's all from us this week. You'll hear us next week doing our updated best tips for traveling yes. and enjoying your time been getting a Disney lot World, of requests so. for that so i was like yes. we need to just get our notes out there rather than me sending my notes to all to these people it. we just need to do an episode so yeah. stay tuned all right well, see well, you next week see you next week everybody bye ready to begin let the wonder take hold feel it draw you in what's the moment unfold Spark a dream that we're meant to follow